Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everybody. This is Gina's Groove Theory. I'd like to welcome you for coming aboard today. The show's topic today is something very close to me. I I wrote and scripted maybe uh, two months ago. It's called The Inside Job. Black single parent to promote the agenda. The unlearning and relearning of a civilization that was intentionally programmed to be self-destructive. By the puppeteers of the economical and financial, domestic, and foreign trade, and all holding due to illegal, the illegal manipulation of the inner city and urban, low-income, and no-income neighborhoods and communities, which was a direct result of the mass infiltration of drugs leading to mass incarceration. Many young people are becoming parents at an alarming rate while growing numbers of unexperienced and unteachable Millennium X Generation X children are being born. The responsibility of the children born to be left by the grandparents, foster homes, juvenile detention centers all across America. Unfortunately, pregnancy bears the fruit of a single parent and what should be healthy co-parenting and therefore showing leadership at the earliest age possible. Suggestively, in my opinion, in the mother's womb, is where learning and interaction should begin, both parents. We're going to talk about the secret weapon, the secret weapon in which I don't believe a lot of people really know even exists. As being a black woman, I know that it exists because I have seen it, I have partook in it, and I have supported it unwillingly and unknowingly. When we speak about the secret weapon, we're talking about all the outside and sources, the intentional um, implication of the black man's reputation as well as his leadership has led us stifled as a community and has led our families to never be consummated. As I always tell you guys, the best, the best case scenario is not to look for the statistics that you can find in the census. The census is a general population which is also uh, manipulated to suit the people who want you to believe how many populations of people are where they are and so forth and so on. I encourage you all to check out blackdemographics.com. Black Demographics.com gives you a breakdown every year, not every three years, of what's going on within our race, what we're experiencing as what we deal with per year, not as associated with any other race, because the one reason that Black Demographics is there is so that you can understand what the rates truly are with our communities and what is really going on with our people. I'm going to name off a few secret weapons that I'd like to call upon for my sisters out there. I always speak in high regard to you. I want you to be open-minded, and I want you to listen, and I want you to understand it's not an intentional way for a sister to put another sister down because I never do that. That's not my whole sole purpose. My whole sole purpose is that I unite my people to put us on a different playing field, to unlearn the past history of all the struggles that we have had to come together today to say to one another, 
I'm sorry if I ever done anything to you that displeased you, and could you please accept my apology as well? The only way that we can have a good playing field in any arena is that we unite way past our struggles and our burdens. Secret number one, I, I can I have to say, well, it goes in tie with the responsibility of being a parent. Just because you can lay down and make a child does not mean that you're a parent or that you're a good mother or you're a good father. It takes a lot of takes a lot of time and patience, and they don't come with instructions or manuals or any of those things. You can look all day in parenthood and a woman's world and try to raise a black child with those types of uh, um, ways of learning. And and not saying that, no, we're not saying whooping on kids because that's not what – we all have made mistakes. And with becoming a parent, that is just one of the – that is just one of those key things that you're going to experience. You're going to experience making mistakes. Everything is not going to go as you planned. Children are not always going to do as you say. And then the influences around them also makes it even harder. So we as being as black women and men, as being parenting of these children, we have to set an example. This example is what you call modeling and imaging. No one, no one child will ever learn anything about being an adult and a responsible adult and caring about their environment unless someone shows them. And I can attest that even though some of us who have raised our kids, I was brought up right, as well as my brother was brought up right, but even with that, a child will make mistakes. We all do. But if we start early, it's that old saying where you can't treat teach an old dog new tricks, but yes, you can. If that puppy comes into the world as a puppy, blinded by the world and all of the bad things that they're going to to be addressed with and all the hate and the violence and things that, and the struggle of never even being ever making a feeling that they're enough in a society that is pinned against them from the day that their ancestors, ancestors, ancestors were brought to this country against their will. Unlearning means that means we have to change our European mindset. And I'm going to tell you there are ways that the European, well, the wealthy, let's say, because we're not going to blame white people for everything. We're going to say they're the wealthy people. So whoever fits in that class, they're the people who have all the money and they have control of the whole economical and financial structure of this government. Infrastructure, infrastructure is what these cities and governments run on. The taxpayers' dollars that you pay and everything that you invest in those cities and your communities and neighborhoods, they go blow up someone's ass or some other child getting an education. You know, you're being misled. You're part of the European game. You must relearn. You must unlearn. That means you need to deprogram yourself, and you have to start today. The district attorney is one secret weapon that they have that has been destroying our population of our families not even giving us a time to be able to consummate and have decent families and that opportunity of the American dream was never set for you. And I tell people this, and that's not saying I don't love my country. I love my country. I wouldn't want to be anywhere else. But I'm telling you, in this country, I have not been treated fairly, and my people have not been treated fairly either. But no one's asking for any extras. Nobody's asking anybody for a handout. I'm telling my people there's ways that you can work together where you don't have to include these people in 
your lives. That means includes them by calling the police or whatever the case may be. We need to learn how to settle our own differences, especially with bearing children and co-parenting. This is something we have to do. I say back in 1970 when the uh, white woman who came with the no taking the care out of school, I believe that totally affected our children and affected our lives. Ever since then, it seems like there has been nothing but nonviolence on the school campuses because they took prayer out. And I tell you, without prayer, you have nothing. And I and I go to church every day. Everybody knows I. You have you have to beat me into the church. I'm not a church goer. I'm not a Bible beater. But I'm telling you, prayer does work. And you have to believe in something that's greater than you. And in rearing our children, they have taken the responsibility by taking the our structuring out of the home. I'm not saying that we should be being our kids and all the things that you guys are doing on Facebook and recording and all that foolishness that's going on. That's not what I'm saying. You have to start with the children out your room. You have to talk to them when they're, they're inside your room. Don't sit on the sidelines talking about how everyone else is getting along and making money and doing things and growing in the country that you were born in. It's not anybody's, it's not anybody's fault if you don't get yours. And that's what, I'm, that's what I've learned. This attorney is being um, misused basically because it takes two people to have a child. It takes two people. One person can't make a baby without the other person, so that means it's 50-50%. And just because you laid up with a man, you should not be thinking that he should be paying all the bills for the child. You have to give up something. You lay down with him, so it's half your, it's half your responsibility. So when you go out to the district attorney, you should be also having your receipts for how much you're paying for the child as well. We should not be using a system to rob and rape our men and our culture. And also, too, to further the gap between, I can tell that my situation with my son's father is just exactly what I'm talking about. Child support was the main thing in which he would not speak to my son all the years that my son was born. And as much as I reached out to him, that was a big deal. So the pain and the whatever it is they feel, uh, and I'm going to be honest, I'm not going to disrespect him at all. I feel that I did all that I could as a mother. And I didn't ask or need for anything, but what happened, it happened. I'm not going to take the burn of it. And like I said, any time that you're given, you know, like my guest said yesterday, Thomas said, any time you're given a free service, you think it's free, it's nothing free. There's nothing free in this country, and if they're giving it to you, it's a setup. Trust and believe is to make you complacent and that you give the control of your family rearing and everything about your life daily, where you live, how you pay your rent and everything to some other person to run it. And then you have to live within those means. And so what we do is we get pregnant by men or whatever the case may be. We all slip and fall on the banana pill and it happens and now by it is and who am I looking for playing each other we have to find one another. Agreement where we don't have to have the courts get involved. We are tearing down our own race by these secret weapons that are being used. Baby, baby daddy and baby mama drama. This is one thing I want to talk about. This is the inside job. When I say the inside job, we're talking about the co-parenting parents who don't want the children to be around other uh, their other relationships. If you're not in a relationship and you're co-parenting, Neither of you have that opportunity to tell the others that they can have in the presence of your children. And if that person, woman or man, whoever it may be, is standing in place with you where you're lacking, 
because this is what I see a lot. I see a lot of, you know, uh, women saying you can't have that, that woman around my child. I see a lot of men saying you can't have uh, that uh, man around my kid. But there, if you're not there, how do you expect? How selfish. And you have to understand, this is, if this is not your own mindset. This is a European mindset. How could you be that selfish to not say that if you're not with that, if you're not with the child on a day-to-day basis and your uh, your other co-parenter is having a relationship with someone who's spending time with that child and taking that child out and doing the things that you're not doing and teaching them how to play football or baseball and you're sitting up with your homies smoking weed and chilling and whatever you're doing and working and whatever, you have the nerve and the integrity not to have the good common sense to say that your child deserves the best. Anybody that your children should be around should be the best. And if your mate or ex or whatever the case may be is in a relationship with someone who is stepping up to the plate, why would you intentionally try to disrupt that if you're not the one in the relationship? Your relationship is over. It's co-parenting. You have to give him and her some respect. That is a weapon that's being used. Stop it. It's, It's totally ignorant. It doesn't make any good sense. Step up to the plate, and then no one else would have to step up to the plate because that's what I see. In other words, if I'm not around my child and I'm not around because I work or whatever the case may be, and I'm not spending that time with that child, and that means that child's not going out and enjoying life because I'm working my ass off like my mother did. And it happens. We all, hey, I work my ass off, and my children almost lost me too, but homelessness brought us closer. I tell you that, that's real talk. Now, if you're away from the home most of the day and your, your kids don't see you, you know, and there's, a, there's someone else in, another, in your ex's life who's taking that child out and spending time and sharing that, you have to be understanding to say that you want that person to be happy for one and not miserable because you're miserable. I think that's a lot of I think it's misery. And you get that a lot from women on men. They're, we're, we're miserable. Yes, we can be very miserable and hateful and very disruptive, and very selfish as well. You know, we can take care of the kids, have the kids in our custody, but still play those kind of games. We have to stop. It has to stop. It's a weapon that is no longer even, it's getting people killed. It's getting people, you know, no one's playing with us out here. These people have nothing but hate and disregard for us, and they'll kill us in the street like dogs like they're doing every day. So why would we want to endanger us, our family, our people, our loved ones, just because we got into an argument or whatever the case may be, or you didn't bring any diapers, whatever it is. The deal is we need to work these things out. The third is that we immortal, we are immortal enemies, black man and black woman. That means that because of our not being able to consummate our relationships and build a family because we were brought here against our will as we were, and that's not an excuse, but it's a valid it's a valid reason to why we are the way we are. Women are the way they are because they were left in the fields. The men had to run for their lives up north so we could all be living today. So the bottom line is everybody played a part, but we need to stop uh, looking at the part we played and just say that at least we did play a part and let's try to work on those things. I wanted to talk about these things as far as consummating relationships. For one, we have to forgive. I'm not saying to forget. We have to forgive the past, accept what it was, and move forward to build. We have to start with a clean slate. A foundation, any strong foundation, is built. It's only built on sturdy grounds. That means you have to start from the bottom up, and you need to make sure that that foundation is 
It's firm. That means let's start here. Let's start with our young people being abstinent. Let's talk, Let's start about promoting people to get to know each other better, you know, before uh, laying in the bed and making babies without condoms and all that. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about teaching them to have respect for their bodies. Let's talk about, let's say, let's wait, let's wait, or let's do it right. Because if we bring a child into a, into a situation where there's no love, you're not doing anybody a favor. And if you're trying to have a baby to keep a man or any of that extra stuff that people used to do, I don't know if you still do those things. If you're doing that, you are just up the wrong fucking road. You're really irresponsible. And you know what? I don't, I don't think you love the guy. I just think that you want to control and have a piece of him. And if that's the case, you're just hurting the child. That's the only one that pays the price. We have to understand the scars that we leave on our children are the scars that were left on us. You might say, I've never been in slavery. I used to say that too. I've never been a slave. I don't know anything about being a slave. But, you know, today I can honestly say that I do know what a slave is. I have been a slave. I've been a slave because I worked many years working at a corporation that made billions of dollars for someone else. And was not for me. As educated and smart as I was and all the college and things that I, I had acquired, all I'm doing is paying back bills and student loans and all those kinds of things that are going to keep me with bad credit. For one, being black, you start off with a 500 credit limit in the first place. No one has told you that, but I'm going to put you up on it anyways. You already start with a five. They don't start slap folk. <laughs> This is the whole purpose of the whole race. What is your race and so forth? So they know where to start your credit at. You don't even know where your credit began when you were born. What was your credit score at that time? You don't know. Someone's going to tell you, you're you're a 500 or you're a 520 because, see, really, they don't want you to have anything. So we need to start paying attention. Stop listening to other people tell us what we need to do. When they came into the homes and started telling us that we can help our children and telling us how to rear our children, I knew that then that it was a setup. You have to understand, just like Dominic said, they set you up, they give you all these, it's just like Satan, it's like the devil. The devil's not going to come to you with some shit you don't like. He's going to come to you with the things that you want, the things that you desire, and he's going to lay it at your feet, and you're going to sit there, and you're going to take it, and you're going to say, okay, well, I got what I wanted, and then you're going to be complacent. Instead of pushing and taking that shit and rolling with it, building your families, building your life off of whatever it is, you sit and you stay complacent. That's why we have projects shared all over the world because people have become complacent. The one thing it is, it's like this world is not for you. It doesn't want you to have anything. It doesn't want your children to have anything. It doesn't even want you to believe that you're owed anything. So with that, we need to stop promoting our children to go to college and get all these education to go and work for someone else's company. We need to start promoting entrepreneurship. We need to start promoting having our own family business. If you can use your skills that you use working for some other company that you're doing, and most of you guys are, like I say, not people are the best. I love you. You're, you're resilient. You take a lot of crap. But it's also you're, you're taking crap at this point that really it's not going to benefit you. You have to start looking at it. If in the long run, you know, uh, you can lose your job and not have anything and everything that you worked hard for and you treasured for all those years is going to be washed away when you get terminated because, you just didn't fit in or the boss didn't like you anymore, then what are you going to do? You have to start thinking like that. My mother trained me to think like that. We have to start training our children to think more about what it is that you're good at, what are you, what's your specialty. Turn that into what you want. If your child is an artist, you want to support your child doing that. 
And, like I said, there's all kinds of ways that you can get student grants and stuff to pay for your schooling so you don't have to pay it back. And there's other ways. There's something around everything. You just have to get out there to get it. If you don't get out, and if I didn't come to you and tell you, you wouldn't even know. That's why I tell you guys, hey, my consulting firm that I'm coming with, I'm going to be able to walk you through everything. I'm a resourceful person. You guys know that. You can ask me. Where do you go if you want to go to the moon? I can tell you where you can stop off and where you can go with some shit at. So the bottom line is you need to go ahead and take my, take my, best, use me as a wrestler. That's what I, we have to help one another. And the only way we're going to help one another is to keep it 100. You know, I don't come at you and come at you hard, but these are the days that, you know, I can't sugarcoat anything. When we start with the foundation and active things, there are certain things and elements that we need. We need the means. When we're talking about the means, we need the money. That's first. We need the money and we need whatever it is, the technology or whatever it's going to take to get it, to get it going, to get it processed. We need to focus on the means. Second, you got to have a goal, that goal. And like some people say, and I'll tell you, Jim Rohn, a European uh, millionaire, multimillionaire who no longer with us, he told it so adequately. If you're working for wages, you'll be working for wages the rest of your life, but if you learn how to make profit, you'll live off of profit, and that's what people are living off of. You know, it, it doesn't take much, and then you get your first million, or if you win your lottery, the first lottery million, you don't go and take it and buy and buy uh, Cadillac on Doves. What you do is you start to invest. We have to change our mindset. It's not, it's not about going out buying all this if you guys look at the millenniums, let's, let's talk about them, the, the minimizers. The minimizers live with media, which is one or two, uh, cl- the closing, the, the most, the minimum of everything. Everything that you go out and you buy when these, they're having the, blue, the black day sale and all these extra things that you're paying all that money into, you're buying into the hype, but there's nothing that your family is benefiting from 60-inch flat-screen TV. You know, if you start to think, you know, who invented a TV? Who invented a lot of the things that we do have today that we never got credit for? So maybe we should get a little bit more inventive and start creating our own shit. That, that's really what I'm pushing for. The bottom line is create your own job for your families and for your communities and for your people so that you don't have to turn to anyone else for help. Because that help is not really help. It's just it's a hand up your ass, and then eventually you're going to have to pay it back. You know, that's just how it goes. Like, I give you something, I'm going to take it back. It's, it's kind of like anything else that we're dealing with. And the second part of that is a garden. We have to start looking at life as a garden. So let me tell you how I do this. First and foremost, you have to believe in something that's bigger than you. That means you have to believe that there's a higher power that's greater than you and that is stronger than you and that it will work for you. Anything that you touch, you shall have and require. I know this is very hard. It's very hard for me sometimes because I get down to, but you always have to remember, anything that you desire and you want, if you think it, you can achieve it. And a garden, you have to look at life as a garden. So some of you out there who have gardens, you understand what I mean. You have to plant your seed. Let's say it takes, a, it takes more of a village to run an adequate community and a garden as well. 
so that means, you know, you can plant one seed and then someone else, you know, who is of the like mind as you plant a seed. Everybody plants a seed. They water it every day and then it grows and it grows and you water it every day. You pay attention to it. You pay attention to it like you pay attention when you clock in every day, nine to five. And this is for sure, you guys, too, because I know you probably say, well, it's easy for me to say, you know, because you have to work this nine-to-five job or whatever the case may be. This is what I say to you because I do understand you have to make a living. You have to do how do you just stop And Yes, that's true. But you better start putting up a little bit of time to do something, dedicate an hour or two to you. Maybe dedicate that to cooking dinner and sharing with your family. That's one good thing that, that you could do. Do something that is beneficial towards your family, your mate, and your life. Because if you're spending, and I remember I used to work the corporate job myself, and if I was giving them all of my, it took me three hours to get home, but it took me maybe an hour to get to work, and then another eight hours, and sometimes I was ten. So I was giving them all of my day, all of my life. And you know what that, what that leads to? It leads to you not having nothing for yourself, and that's really what the plan is. So I keep you working and plowing my fields all day, then you won't be able to escape and get away and build your own field and then help your people to get out and then you guys are going to escape. The, the Underground Railroad, there's a reason, and there's a myth behind that. you got to understand they just didn't, you know, some white people did help them, and I want to give you all some credit. There's white people out there that support us, but, hey, they had to, be, they had to come with an idea. She didn't just hair tethers and just fall out of the sky and say, let's, let's get out of here. She had a plan, and that's what we need to do. So when we start this garden and we start to plant these seeds, we have to start reaching out to people. Uh, let's say about the parents that are working and they're not at home and they're like she kids like you and my brother were. So that means we're at home all the time by ourselves. Our mother works long, far from the house. And so this is what we need to do. We have all these homegirls and homeboys, and you know I tell you this all the time. Look, if you can't be there for your kids, what's up with the homeboys that be over on the weekend watching the game? Ask them. They ain't doing nothing kicking it all day. Plus, you know, most of them don't. Hey, come on. You know, most of them who really ain't working. We might not be balling, but we're not working. We're just not doing a good time, anything good with our time. So we need to start putting good use to good time. That doesn't, it doesn't mean you don't have to go to work every day. You can be retired and give your whatever your income is, to so go by and check on your homeboys and homegirls, kids, make sure the kids are at home. You know, uh, what I learned that when a parent is more present, and that means a parent is more present in the sense that you don't know when I'm coming or you know you don't know when. See, that's how I did my kids. And I say it did work. It worked so good. They didn't know when I was going to show up at school, but I just showed up. I mean, out of the blue. Just out of the blue, and I caught them in so much shit. But the bottom line was that, see, it was always on edge because they didn't know when I was going to pop up, show up, what what I was going to say. And I tell you, you know, I learned a lot of things about my children in doing that. So we need to have other, let's say, other our homies and home. You guys really have to understand this is a community effort. If we don't do this, it's not going to get done, and we're going to continually struggle. While your homies, your, your friends, your family members are out working all day and you're not doing it and you're chilling at the house or whatever the case why don't you just go ahead and have volunteer time? You know, I actually go down to the YMCA, but, you know, you can look out. We have to look out for each other. That means you got to give of yourself. And I know a lot of you people don't like to give up for yourself because you're thinking about yourself. But today, if we don't work together, we're not going to have anything. 
is you better believe that all the wealthy black folks out here, they're not going to turn around and give you anything. They're not going to save you. So you got to save yourself. That's where us where I'm at. I'm saving myself. I got my own lifesaver. And I'm throwing them out to everybody for grab yours and grab a hope. These are things that we must do. I bought this subject because I felt in the sense that these are all weapons that have been used to keep us further burdened down and struggling and by ourselves and single and fighting and in courthouses and paying fees. You know, my friend said to me today, you know, if not for if not for you paying those court fees and all of those incredible things that we have to do just to live in these cities and on these streets and so forth, all the money that they take for registration, everything that they do, all the money that comes out of your pocket, that is money that can be used towards your own family. So we have to be wise. We have to play the game. That means we have to take care and make sure everything we do is legit. But also, too, we have to start putting something in for ourselves. We've got to start being more attentive to what we're putting money into that is not benefiting our families, our communities, or anything else. And that means if you've got to pass up a few concerts and whatever case, not smoke no weed that week, or whatever you need to do, you need to start investing that top in yours. And it doesn't even matter if you've got a homegirl, homeboy that doesn't work and they got some business going on, you invest something in that. You have to do something that's building your own your own livelihood, your own existence, so that you don't have to worry about being killed or beat down in the streets and all this other stuff. We can do this. It's doable. It's called a black empire. It has been done. Start supporting your people. And people, start facing your lives and your dealings with business as respectful and with integrity. These are those main things we must do. Like I said, I'm going to leave you guys with, as I tell you all the time, get wise about your own statistics. Blackdemographics.com, get out there, learn about what, what it is that you don't have, how much your, how much your population is, how many unmarried black men and women Whatever it is that you need to know, start to learn about you. Educate yourself about what is realistically going on with us. This is not anything anti. This is just um, initiating what has never been done, and that is everyone's right. Everyone's right is to be able to speak their, their mind and be free to do so, and I'm speaking to you. I don't really care about the recourse. I want you to wake up because I'm waking up and I'm learning every day. Well, let's take back. Let's take back our communities, and we have to do this now. It's, it's not a not a tomorrow kind of thing. We can't procrastinate any further, and keep. I'm going to say this to you guys too: stay away from the negativity. Be careful about what you're watching. Don't buy into the hype because right now all that's going on with Trump and anybody else out there, it doesn't really matter. At the end of the day, if your shit is not together then you're screwed. But if you're working on your shit, everything that goes on in the outside world on media is not going to make a damn difference if you're handling your business. I'm going to leave that with you. I thank you all for coming in and joining in on the show. Looking forward to doing uh, shows every day as I always have. It, uh, it's a beautiful day today. I want to send another shout to all of you guys who supported last night, and thank you very much. We're going to be doing much more than that. I'll tell you my plans as they come to form. 
One thing also, too, is don't give up your game plan. So you'll know when the time is right. Anything else that I give you and tell you, please take it in, in full earnest and, and work on it. Because I'm not here to hurt, I'm here to help. And anything that you can feel free to call in and tell me that you want to spread with your people, you do that. This is all free of charge. I'm going to be signing off on Tina's Day. I'm going to send you out that blessing, and thank you for joining in. Check me out as well on my Facebook page, Twitter. You know where to find me. I'm everywhere. You can even Google me. Get a part of the motion. The movement is big, and we're doing it. God bless, and have a great night and a blessing.